This is rich. It is good and so beneficial for us to see of God's faithfulness to preserve and keep in, in spite of them. Uh, and chapter 38 is kind of like a parenthesis of dealing with Judah. And the reason God does this is Judah is in the direct line of Jesus. Jesus comes out of the tribe of Judah. And that's why, though we're dealing with a, a, a chapter of how this came about and with Tamar and these two twins, Zerah and Perez, how that's going to play in down the road and that Jesus is in the line of Perez. And there's some neat pictures in that. It would take us a little time to explore it, but it, it really is a um, something that you just can't, you can't fabricate. This is a this is a divine picture of uh, salvation in these two boys in Zebra and Perez. For an example, remember how how it unfolded that Tamar has these two boys and Zebra sticks his hand out the wound. They knew there was twins in there, so they to identify the first one that stuck his hand out, they put a red scarlet thread around him. Well, he pulls his hand back in, and Perez breaks through, breaks through the wound, and comes out. And that's the, what Perez means, means to be a breakthrough, a breakthrough like breaking through a water, breaking through of a flood, uh, Jesus is referred to as the master breakthrough. God's referred to the breakthrough. And it's through that lineage. That's the lineage that Jesus comes through. But what, what, you can't fabricate this when you look at it from the scriptural standpoint. Uh, zero is that picture of Adam who come forth first, who needed the scarlet blood of the breakthrough that would come through through the second Adam, Jesus. And how Zira, the one who came first, is in direct lineage when we eventually read again in the book of Joshua. Remember when they went to Jericho? God told them that all the spoil of Jericho belonged to him and he was going to use it to build the tabernacle and the temple and the land. And there was a guy by the name of Achan who took some things back and covered it up. And as a result, God had them stone Achan and all his family and they built a heap of ruins where the Bible says that Achan was the son of Zerah, which is that picture of Adam. Remember, in Adam, everything died. In Zerah, everything died. The product of sin who needed the blood of the breakthrough of Jesus. And they called that place where they heaped those stones up on Achan, they call it the Valley of Achor, which is the Valley of Ruin. And God says that he's going to later change the Valley of Achor, the Valley of Ruin, to the Door of Hope. And you see, that's what Jesus does. You can't fabricate all that. This, you, you, can't, you can't write these things down for a thousand years and then piece all this together and say, man, fab no, these are all pictures that are individual isolated things, but they all picture of a redemptive story. That here's Judah, 
who is in his loins is the, the seed of the Messiah. He has a relationship with a girl who he thought was a harlot, Tamar, which was actually his daughter-in-law who tricked him. She gets pregnant. That seed that was in him is transferred to Perez. And in that seed is where David's going to come from and where Jesus is going to come from. You, you just can't, you can't fabricate that. people over in the Middle East see all this? The, the scriptures tell us that, that there's blinders on them, that they can't yeah. see it. Can't see it. Um, but when you look at it and just see how these two boys, Zira and Perez, represent Adam in the fall mm -hmm. and how death is transferred to mankind through Adam, just like Zira transferred death to Achan, Achan transferred death to all his descendants, how death was passed on to all of us, and we lived in a heap of ruins, but a breakthrough God came with through Perez, through Jesus, who turns the ruin into hope. And man, you just, you just can't, you can't fabricate. It's just a beautiful picture yeah. of redemption. And, um, but you see that and you, you piece that together in Genesis 38, Joshua 6 and 7, and also in Hosea. Hosea is where we see that valley of ruin where they heaped all those stones on top of Achan and all his kids because that was the thing. Remember, when Achan did what he did, it prevented everybody else from going any further with God. It shut everything down. And God said, there's a problem. You got to find the problem. I'll identify the problem. But you got you to gotta deal with the problem. And the way to deal with it is you're going to have to stone Achan. And you have to stone his wife. You're going to stone his kids. You're going to stone Everybody's got to die. And that's the thing. Death is transferred from man to man. From, from Adam, that death was transferred to Cain and to Seth and to Abel and to Abraham but God in his grace turned death into deliverance through bringing the seed of the Lord Jesus Christ and granted us grace. That's that picture. That's where Perez comes in, who broke through. Samuel talks about it with David. Second Samuel, uh, David was in a battle with, I'm pretty sure it was the Philistines, and he said that the master of breakthrough broke through the camp of the Philistines and routed a great victory uh, for him. It might be Second, second Samuel um, 5, 5 or 6. But just that picture, Jesus is the picture of the master of breakthrough. He is the Perez. He is that lineage that comes through. And, and I just, just, just an interesting word study of taking these events that you can't just put together in one section. You got to piece it together by knowing this biblical story and these, this history. And when you start piecing it together, man, you see, you see the picture of God's redeeming grace in this. That it's just a foreshadowing of what he would do later. Like circumcision. Circumcision didn't do anything for saving grace, but it was a picture of what God was going to do in our hearts. Baptism doesn't save. It's a picture of us being immersed in Christ and resurrected in him and having life in him. 
these, these pictures of a lamb being slain and his blood being poured on the altar does nothing for man but was a foreshadowing of a picture of the lamb of God who would be slaughtered and his blood being spilled. So all these foreshadowing pictures that we see in the scripture all paint this redeeming grace that God has planned from the very beginning for us and how he's carrying that out. That's why he came to Abraham and told him what he was going to do, that he was giving him this land and that he would be with him. Then he came to Isaac and told him the same thing. Then he came to Jacob and none of these men were, were deserving of any of it, but his, but his grace made it possible. And just like with us, ain't nothing we've done, could do, will do, ever do that deserves one iota, but because of his grace that he's bestowed upon us, we, we have favor with him and um, can, can walk with him now. So it's just so neat of a picture. And how in between what's going on with Joseph, and he's going to pick right back up with Joseph again, we have this little, this little excerpt in chapter 38 to give us uh, where Judah is, is, plays in with the future descendant of, of the Lord Jesus through Perez. And how not, that was not by accident, that was all calculated by God because that seed could have been transferred to any of those boys, but it wasn't. There's only one seed. That's just it. There, there was not multiple seeds of the Messiah. There was only one seed, and that seed was passed from, from Adam to Seth to Noah to Noah's son to Abraham to Isaac to Jacob, to Judah, and that, that was in their loins. That's what the scripture says, that Jesus was in the loins of Abraham. And it wasn't put in a, a, another person or another one, and then tra- it, it was divinely taken and put in each one of these people by, by divine decree of God. And that's just a neat thought, you know, the, because Abraham had a lot of wives. Abraham had a lot of sons, but that one seed, you know, it wasn't multiple seeds. It was one seed that continued to be transferred within their body. And that's how the the New Testament refers to it, that Jesus was in the loins, you know, within the semen of of Abraham and how it was just passed on. One, One seed, one seed was passed on from generation to generation to generation to get to what we have as the Messiah. Man, that'll, that'll bless you when you really ponder that thought. And, and that just didn't, didn't no, and it didn't happen like where God said, well, I, I was going to do it in this one, and then I was going to do it in No, that was all calculated and divinely ordained before time ever began. There was not one misstep in the whole process. It's amazing. It's amazing. Just like we hear right now. Oh, yeah. Not, by Not at all. Not at all. Mm. Look. Pray for us, Key. Father God, thank you, Lord, that we can come in here and we can talk about your word mm. and look in your word, Lord, and we can learn from it. And Lord, thank you for our pastor and the insight mm. you give him in your word, Lord, that he can deliver to us the way we can understand it. 
Oh, they were the ones that's traveling today, Lord, the ones that's, that can't be with us. We know that mm -hmm. they were the ill ones, and that, uh, Lord, just lay your hand upon them. Yes. Oh, I just ask you to go with us into the service this morning, Lord, and just uh, just lay just lay your word on our heart, mm -hmm. Lord, that we can take it and we can ponder it, and we can take it away from here, and we can share yeah. it, and uh, maybe someone's life will be changed. That's right. Amen and amen. He is trustworthy, ain't he? Mm. That's what it does to, for me more than anything. When you start seeing all that, you, it's just you. It just builds trust. Like man, he you you can you can trust him. You can trust him uh, with everything.